0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker's Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Come out here and join me. Um, Yeah, come on out. Morning, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on uh, Sunday, November the 15th. And here in Southern Ontario it is a cool wet rainy day, but uh, we'll get through this for sure. So I am your host Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. So let's get those thank yous out there to all our essential workers and our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses and our paramedics and our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. And also thank you to my listeners and my guests and my followers I appreciate I appreciate you that you take the time out of your day to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, the guest call-ins are always available for you to use to talk to me live. All I ask that you be respectful. So what is going on here and across Canada and here in Ontario, Um, the Peel region um, of uh, North Toronto. Um, They're looking at uh, fines for businesses who violate the public health uh, rules. So the Peel region has been placed um, in the red and these were tiered uh, different levels of where the healthcare professionals and the government will place cities, towns, villages in these tiered colored zones. Now. You know, the other problem that we're having here too is that, you know, where are people catching COVID-19? You know, is it um, indoors, Um, closed spaces, Um, you know, other workplaces? You know, they're really not sure. You know, contact tracing, you know, should be ramped up. And we need to know. Because I don't know. I don't know where people are catching it. I don't know what you're doing out there. I know what I'm doing out there. And what I'm supposed to be doing out there. And that is wearing a mask, social distancing sanitizing my hands consistently, even wiping down my car after I come home if I've been out to the mall or a big box store. So they they know, I guess in, in, in Peel region, You know, businesses in a prominent Ontario COVID-19 hotspot may face steep fines in the weeks ahead if they ignore rules meant to keep the virus from spreading further afield. The region's top doctor announced Saturday as the province posted yet another single day record for new cases. This is from from their Dr. Lawrence Lowe. Chief Medical Officer of Health of the Peel region said businesses could be fined up to $5,000 a day for floating public health protocols, warnings, the workplace outbreaks are driving case counts higher. He issued the new public health order to create the fine system as Peel reported 497 new cases of the virus. Accounted for more than a quarter of the 1,581 cases recorded province wide in the last 24 hours. The spread of the COVID 19 in the workplace continues to drive rising case counts in Peel. While most workplaces take great care to protect their employees, some employers continue to disregard the safety of their people in result. In the Peel community. Now I don't know what's wrong with these with these employers. You know, I mean, are they anti-maskers? And people don't that, that think that this is a hoax. The Peel region said Saturday it had 116 workplace outbreaks from September 1st to November the 13th. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the region said it has investigated more than 1,500 potential COVID-19 exposures in workplaces. Nearly 60% of the outbreaks have taken place in the manufacturing, food, food processing, distribution, and transportation sectors. Now, what are these businesses doing? you know all businesses not just here in ontario but across canada we need to put tougher protocols we need to have better mandated rules in our workplaces i don't care if someone's got to be standing at the doorway of the entrance to the business with with a with a temperature to take your temperature They have the electronic ones where they put up by your forehead and they they press it and your temperature comes up when you come into work and when you leave work. Thank you for coming on the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. I hope that uh, you are having a good weekend. So um, what I'm talking about today you know to um, you know where exactly are Canadians catching COVID 19 and the authorities are not totally sure, but this one region here in Ontario is the Peel region, it's up around the Toronto area. Um, employers could be potentially facing a five. Thousand dollar fine for not following the protocols that are mandated by the uh, the health medical officers. Now, we have here in Ontario, and we're trying this to see what happens, is that we have a, a colored tiered system. Which starts at at uh, uh, green, um, yellow, orange, and red. So if these areas get into the red zone, that is just short of a lockdown. Now, we don't want to, we don't want to go there. We know what that was like in the springtime. Well, we had a total shutdown except for essential workers. So here in the Peel region, they know where these outbreaks are happening. So happening in the workplaces. So there, you know, what was this? This one here. Um, We're looking at the Peel reported 497 new cases of the virus, accounting for more than a quarter of the 1,581 cases uh, recorded uh, provincial-wide in the past 24 hours. Talking about here, the workplaces continue to drive rising cases counts in Peel. While most workplaces take great care to protect their employees, some employers continue to disregard the safety of their people. And as a result, this is happening in the Peel community. So they know in, the, in on uh, the Peel region since Saturday, it had a, a 116 workplace outbreaks. And this was from September the 1st to November the 15th or I'm sorry, to November November 13th. Since the beginning of the pandemic, the region said it has investigated more than 1,500 potential COVID-19 exposures in the workplace. Nearly 60%, like I said, of the outbreaks have taken place in the manufacturing, food processing, distribution, and the transportation sector. So I ask, what are these employers doing, but what are the workers doing? It's maybe they didn't uh, contract the virus at the workplace, they were someplace else and they came to work and they spread the the virus at the workplace. You know, common sense tells tells you that if you're not feeling well, then you shouldn't be going to work. You know, why would you? You know, same with the flu season. You know, you have the flu, are you gonna are you gonna continue to go to work because you have the flu? You know, spread the flu everywhere. So these businesses could be fined, fined five thousand dollars a day if they do if they do not follow the protocols. And they're also urging that employers to give their workers paid sick days to allow them to stay home if they show symptoms or tested positive for COVID nineteen. Well, here in Ontario and across Canada, um, the government has put in place that you will be able to collect five hundred dollars a week for the time off. So You know, like the Toronto, the Peel, I think it's North York, Um, I think maybe the Halton region around Toronto, around there as well. These places, these communities have been placed in the red zone, short of a lockdown. You know, and, you know, Ontario, where I reside, you know, continue to report surging case counts across the province, along with Saturday's record-setting total daily Ontario reported 20 new new deaths associated with the uh, novel coronavirus. You know, in addition to Peel's case count, 456 of the new cases were found in Toronto, 130 in New York region, and 77 in Ottawa. I mean, we're nowhere near what is happening in the United States. And they're getting 100,000 new cases on a daily basis and setting records of over 130,000 new cases with over 10 million people infected in the United States, with over 242,000 people who have died in the United States. Canada is nowhere near that, and we don't ever wanna see numbers like that. But we here in Canada and across all provinces are taking this really serious and, you know, to put more uh, sanctions on businesses and and the public is something that we really don't want to be doing. You know, we're coming into uh, the middle of November. You know what, Christmas is something like six weeks away. And we certainly don't want to be, you know, in another lockdown. The province of Quebec, you know, like the city of Montreal, um, they're talking about closing their schools. You know, even before the holidays begin and maybe just closing the schools for the entire winter. They also talked about even extending their school into July. But that is something that the government of Quebec will have to talk about with the teachers' unions to see if that would be a possibility. And Quebec is, Quebec leads the count in all cases across Canada. Here in Ontario, we're not far behind. We have somewheres around, well it's over 200,000 cases countrywide across the entire country of Canada. With a little over 10,000 people who have died of this uh, novel coronavirus. We are faring better than most countries around the world, but it is, it is so imperative to follow the mandated rules. It is so imperative to do that. So when the authorities talking about, you know, they're not totally sure where the outbreaks are happening. This is when. This is where contact tracing comes into effect. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to go to a restaurant, you know, here in the city of London where I live, they take your name and telephone number. Everybody who goes into that restaurant, they give your name and telephone number. Just in case that somehow, someway, you've been exposed. I have the COVID-19 app that will alert me if I've been exposed to somebody who is infected with COVID-19 and that only works if that person has downloaded that app and put in their information and were honest about it, that they tested positive. So it's just another, you know, helpful piece uh, of protection. You know, mask wearing social distancing don't gather in large crowds don't have big parties you know i try to stay away from the big box stores you know they they you know like costco i mean on a a daily basis it's packed in there all the time people are touching everything all the time I mean, if you're not going to buy it, don't touch it. You can plainly see it on the shelf. You either want it or you don't. And about a month ago, I went to the Costco here in London with my daughter. And people had their hands all over everything. It's like, you got to be kidding me. Leave it on the shelf if you don't want it. You can see it, you can see, you know what you're going in to get. And then you're looking at other stuff and you're touching other stuff. I don't know where you've been last. I don't know where your hands have been last. So, you know, be smart about it. You know, when when you go out and you have things to do. You know, protect yourself from others. You know, we're also, you know, even having it in the uh, the nursing homes. You know, um, somehow the virus is getting into the nursing homes. Whether it's somebody visiting or it's staff. You know, just you know, um, you know, the virus has made its way back into um, the province's long ter- uh, long term care homes. You know, with one facility in Toronto recording an outbreak that has so far sickened 136 residents and 66 workers since it began on November the second. Seven residents at the Rockcliffe care community have died. And And again, you know, it is so imperative to protect our seniors. We need to implement stronger measures in these facilities to protect them. You know, like I said, whether it's whether visitors coming in to, to visit your, your 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 mother or your father, and even the staff. You know, responsibility lies on all of us. You know, and our government keeps talking about the safety for everyone in our residence is the highest priority as the province experience unprecedented rates of COVID-19. Their highest priority. And you have 136 residents and 66 workers since it began on November the 2nd, where's the highest priority for that? You know, the change comes, you know, a day after our premier here, Doug Ford, he lowered the threshold for for partial shutdowns in the government's color-coded systems for the pandemic rules. Toronto was moved to the most restrictive level short of a lockdown, even if the threshold remained higher. but the city has opt to extend earlier closures imposed by the province meaning indoor dining will still be barred and shutdowns at casinos, bingo halls and event spaces will continue. This is including gyms as well, movie theaters. So from time and time again, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, you know, I come out here and I can't stress it enough that we need to get our act together. The long winter months are coming upon us. The flu season is coming upon us. And we're gonna have a mix of the both. Could that potentially cause a shutdown? What is it going to do? Also, it's going to put a lot of pressure on our doctors and our nurses. And I ask people out there, I poor people out there, get the flu shot. Every single year, we overwhelm our emergency departments when it's preventable, when there is a vaccine available for the flu. And yet, every flu season, the emergency rooms are overrun. And now we have this novel coronavirus. You know, I don't know what people think, I really don't. I mean, do you think that doctors and nurses are, 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 are magic? They have, they have magic powers that can make you better? No, they don't, and you put them at risk. You know, with with everything that they're trying to do. And you're and, and you're over overrunning the emergency department. But because you just can't take that. Few moments. To, you know even pick up the phone you know and call your doctor or call your local pharmacy and get an appointment and get the flu shot you know at some point in time you know this this uh vaccine will come out for for the coronavirus but it's still months away And that vaccine uh, may be something that we will have to get once a year, just like the like the flu shot. This this coronavirus virus may be something that we may have to live with for a long time. You know, but some people out there just don't get it. You know, and it really pisses me off. There's just no common sense. I find it, I find them actually just ignorant. Oh, I'm an empty, I'm a I'm an anti-masker. I don't have to wear a mask. This is against my my rights and freedoms. Uh, No, it's not actually. When there is a public health crisis, these rules can be imposed on us, whether you like it or not. And you gather hundreds and hundreds of people, no social distancing, not wearing a mask protesting and you don't know amongst you who may be infected who be may, who may be asymptomatic you have no idea and what are you proving you're proving nothing And then you get all upset because, you know, your region has been moved into the red zone short of a shutdown. Top medical doctors in this country of Canada are still saying that the government and the healthcare, other healthcare professionals are not going far enough. Maybe another shutdown is needed. and that depends on all of us on how you want to deal with this i'm like everybody else ladies and gentlemen i am tired i am tired of this i I really truly am tired of this nine months into this pandemic How long do you want to stay in it? Another nine months? That can't happen. You know, look at, you know, the Spanish flu went two years. But then, potentially, this could go two years. But that depends, that depends on us. I mean, majority of us are taking this serious. But like I say, then you have those little special groups, the anti-maskers and the people out there that think this is a hope. You need to give your head a shake. You know, when you're marching around and you're not wearing your mask and you're not social distancing and you're hugging and all this crap, you know, you sound like Donald Trump. You know, it's absolutely pathetic. come from other regions to go to other regions to go on these marches and you put people at risk. I think that the people who plan this and we find out who you are, that you face a $10,000 fine or the organizers, we find out who you are. Welcome to the show. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Uh, How are you doing this fine weekend? Well, it's not fine here today. It's cloudy, cloudy and rainy here in London, Ontario. I guess par for the course, you know got the Masters going on, you know, if you're interested in, you know, just staying in and watching the Masters. That's happening this weekend. So, you know, we're out here talking about, you know, you know, where exactly are Canadians catching COVID-19 and the authorities um, are not totally sure. We know some regions here in the province of Ontario where people are being infected. You know what more steps do we have to take? You know here in Ontario, you know our our uh, our premier um, started using a color coded um, tier system um, from from green protect to um, yellow, orange, and red. Red meaning that's just short of a shutdown. And it also means with these with these um, restricted levels, um, you know, it's cutting back on, on services. You know, um, right now, here in the city that I live, uh, we've been moved into the yellow, I believe it is. So now bars have to stop serving alcohol at 11 p.m. and close by 12 a.m. No more than six people at a table. Welcome to the Trucker's Podcast. So now, if you'd like to join in a, uh hey, how you doing? If you'd like to join into the conversation, um, my guest call-ins are always available to you. And also, you're more than welcome to, you know, text uh, text me a message as well. So, you know, I always like to bring you, bring not just you know have you on my show, but also you're more than welcome to join in the uh, the conversation, and you know, your thoughts and ideas, you know, they do matter feel that they don't matter. All is I ask that you be um, respectful. So, like I said ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is going to be a while. And like I said, it's up to all of us to do our part. You know, I try only just to go out on on weekends to get, you know, the things that I need. I know where I'm going and I know what I'm getting. I'm in and I'm out. Right now, I don't want to be walking around a mall. Right now, I don't want to be walking around the big box store. I just go in to get what I need, and I leave. You know, I'm doing my part to protect myself, my family. And we all need to do that. And I've said it from time to time again, ladies and gentlemen, it's not hard. They're asking us to just do these simple things. And why the resistance from, from certain groups and people? You know, I don't get it. Well, I do get it, you can't fix stupid. You know, we need these, you know, I don't know ladies and gentlemen you know if if you like if you like danger and you like risk, you know go do it someplace else you know it's just it's just unbelievable you know the thing is you know um Yes, we have the right to protest. You know, we do. You know, for our cause. So, like I said, for the people who organize these protests, you're putting the public at risk. And you should be facing that $10,000 fine. Now, back on Halloween, here in the city of London, there was a student party. Somewhere around 200 people. Two students who organized this party. are actually looking at that $10,000 fine. There was a party in Toronto. No, I'm sorry, there was a other. It was in, in Quebec and Montreal. And it was a student party. And some people from students from Ontario um, went, went to uh, Montreal, Quebec for this party. 115 students were fined $1,000. You know, if you don't have $1,000 to spend, you know, I guess it'd be a good idea not to go to these parties. And if you don't have $10,000 to spend, I guess it wouldn't be a good idea to be an organizer. You know, these 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 two students who organized this party in the city of London, here I live, they have to go to court in order for that fine to be levied on them. And that's a minimum. It's not up to ten thousand. That's the minimum fine: ten thousand dollars for organizing a party. So if that doesn't tell you something, if that doesn't sink into your head, I don't know what will. Then I was talking here earlier about businesses in the Peel region that, the, that the, the, uh, the health medical officers um, are, are throwing around the idea of fining businesses up to $5,000 a day for not following the mandated protocols to protect your employees. Um, the Peel region, they're in that they're in that red zone, just short of a shutdown. Toronto is in the red zone just short of a shutdown. Ottawa, same thing. So if that's something that you don't want to see, you know, to, to all business owners and employees, the general public, if you don't want to see another shutdown, then my advice to you is just follow the rules. During that spring shutdown, you know, being a truck driver, you know, I was able to continue to work. You know, truck drivers are uh, are necessary. You know, uh, we 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 are essential. We are essential to everything that you have. The trucking industry is the backbone of the economy. That's why it was so important during that spring shutdown that the borders only stayed open for essential workers and that the commerce could pass back and forth between Canada and the United States. and today is what the the 15th of November so coming up on the 21st of this month is the renewal of the continued shutdown of our borders which we will not be reopening and they will do another thirty days. And not only just because of the United States, where the pandemic is is raging through that country, but from other countries as well, that our borders here, land, air and sea, will be remained shut down. The economy, you know, it's not in the best of shape, obviously. Tourism is pretty just much done. You know, so how long, you know, how long do we want to keep this up? That depends on all of us. I've been out here time and time again, you know, asking everybody, just please follow the rules. Parts of Europe, the United Kingdom they've gone to to shutdowns. I don't think, you know, when Joe Biden takes over in in late January, you know, I honestly believe, I honestly believe that he's not um, up for a a total shutdown, but he's certainly, uh, you know, up to listening to the governors and the healthcare professionals, of what steps they can take. But I mean, look how far gone that is in the United States, you know, under the present administration, who did absolutely nothing. I don't know what to tell you about that, i really really not So do your part out there, everybody. You know, because, you know, this is a uh, a public health care crisis. So whatever you have planned for today, do it safely, be responsible and take care of yourself, take care of your friends, take care of your family. Protect yourselves and your families and your friends and coworkers. So I'd like to get those thank yous out there to all our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors and our nurses, our paramedics, and our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in day out. And also thank you to my, my listeners, my guests and my followers. I thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here. On the truckers podcast and without any further ado ladies and gentlemen we will rock out the rest of the truckers podcast thank you ladies and gentlemen this is the truckers podcast i'm your host doug from london ontario canada take care enjoy the rest of your weekend